Record. Welcome to the podcast. Joining us right now is uh, the one and only. No, yeah, we're we're just gonna talk about something that would be later, but it's fine. Uh, we'll still humane. we'll still use that. That was gold. That was gold, Jeffrey. <laughs> gold. How are you, sir? I'm good. So you are recording. We are recording. Yeah, okay. but we're gonna start at the beginning, and we'll we'll did you get do it. Needed or did I interrupt? Do you want to use this in the episode? Uh, this part. What's up, America? <laughs> Is that, is that your salmon? <laughs> What's up, America? So, in this one, we'll talk. A, we'll talk a little bit about how you finally seen Spidey. We're not yeah. going to dwell on it because, but we, I think people will want to know what you thought. Going to talk Defenders, mm-hmm. and Jeff and I are going to talk Inhumans. How's it? Um, depends on out. depends on who you ask. All right. Yeah. I, <clears throat> you good? I just wanted to make sure you're. It's okay. a work day. No, yeah. I know. I, I know. I just wanted to make sure you're okay. I didn't. Good. I didn't want to start when you're in the middle of something. I'm good. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. But they fought with expert timing. There were funky China men from funky Chinatown. They were chopping. Welcome to the Blackcast. Joined in studio by Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore. Hey. And Jeff DeRay, Captain EO at Jeff DeRay. Yeah. And we still haven't given you the Captain EO Twitter name because some fool has it. I don't even know that I would want it because I feel like I would end up getting a bunch of like Michael Jackson yeah. attention or something. Be They'd be like, Wait, you d- Michael Jackson's still alive. He's changed himself into a 30 year old white boy from Boston. We knew it. You don't want that. <laughs> that doesn't sound awesome. Yet. Okay. Oh, you're not ready for that. I just, well, uh, you know, I want to be mentally prepared for the limelight. So right now what I'm doing is I set up just a bunch of like really bright LED lights in my bathroom and I shine them on me and I answer annoying questions. I'm like, oh, oh, my adoring public. <laughs> is that, that's normal, right? Yeah, I think that's pretty normal. Yeah, and I uh, do that too. I th- who doesn't do that? Yeah. Bujanski. But other than him, who doesn't do that? Uh, so we have some fun things to talk about today. Uh, we're going to focus on some some nerd stuff, which sounds a little out of the ordinary for the black cast. But we're going to have a big departure, and we're going to talk about some comic book movies and TV shows. I know it's very strange, what? but we're going to do that. And uh, what I wanted to do first is that our friend Agent Starling, yep. finally, almost two months after it was released... <laughs> yeah. Because I dragged him to it. You not did kicking set it up. It, you not, set it up. You gave me the movie times. Yep. You like gave me the windows. And I said, which one of these? And then you're like, actually, none of those work. And I'm yeah. like, great. Here's a new time. Yep. How about that? And you're like, yep, yep, that one works. So I didn't drag you kicking and screaming, but I like I wedged it into your schedule. Yes. Some would say I even plunged it deep inside your schedule. You did. But that would be incorrect. Oh. Or would it be? That would be correct. No, it would be correct. All right, yeah. take back the bell, Jeff. You're Thank you. <laughs> One day he's going to get heartburn from all those bells that he's sucked down. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, uh, Looking we... Looking to my big crystal balls, suck the future. <laughs> That's going to be the next Transformers movie. Transformers, suck the future. <laughs> uh, 
Jeff I'd and I it. talked extensively about Spider-Man Homecoming yes. uh, back on, I believe, Blackcast 234. So we are now a good 11 episodes beyond that. So that's how long it took you to see it. It's 11 <laughs> podcasts. And because we only do once a week, I guess it's 11 weeks. Yeah. I just did some math. Um, that doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. That's more than two months. Yeah. It's well, almost three months. It's almost three months. But you know what? The way the time-space continuum works, we're talking Look, about The doctor's 11. a woman now. Everything's fucked up. Wait. The who's a what now? Yeah. <sighs> see, here's what that does work. Did they remove his Y chromosome? Does he get it back? Like, once you oh, his, turn the, into a woman, do you ever get to go back to being a man? But sure. once you go woman, you never go woman? Well, that didn't work. Once you, why <laughs> once would he you go, go woman, you never go slumming? Why would he never want, why would he ever want to go back? I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. We'll, we, we'll find out. Yeah. You know, you know why he would want to go back? Low ratings. If that happens. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that's a hypothetical. I'm not saying that's what happened. But that's when it's like, oh, no, I really need to be a man again. You Wait, you're telling me that a show that's existed forever and ever by playing on the fantasies of ugly, lonely little British boys <laughs> might alienate their all-male audience by having a female doctor and then suddenly have to make a programming decision where they remove her way before her time? Um, no way! Yeah, when you consider the fact that uh, all that it took was a dickish white guy with an afro and an ugly multicolored coat. Yeah, that's all it takes for them to be like, oh yeah, you're out. Yeah. So anyway, we're not talking about that. No, right we're now. not. We're talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Wait, Spider-Man Home what? Coming. <laughs> Thank you. We'll just get that out of the way now. Now you can say Homecoming. No, after that one. You can say it as many times as you need to. Homecoming. See, I'd already, uh, I got it out of my system. Got it, uh, okay. Ah, oh, damn it. Sorry. Now he's dry. Now old, he's dry. Old habits, old habits die hard. Shooting blanks, come on. So, uh, <laughs> you had you had obviously heard some things about this Spider-Man movie. You'd heard I managed positive, to avoid quite a bit of Right, but you'd heard positive buzz about it. Yes. Which I think is encouraging. Right. Because we may disagree on whether or not we particularly liked the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, but we both, we, I think we'll probably all agree, we would have liked them to be better. I enjoyed the first one. I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, but I really did not like the second one. Yes. Uh, Jeff, I, I know we've talked about it, but just for, for a little reset, let people know your thoughts on the two Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Man movies. Did you like the one where he hates Mondays and eats lasagna? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I liked it when he just like laid into Gazorpa Zorpfield, or when he laid into John, he was just like, you white toast, <laughs> guilt, piece of shit. Well, hey, Gazorpa Zorpfield, you're really laying into me. <laughs> Uh, I've been watching too much Rick and Morty. That's, Apparently, that's a great yeah, Rick I and Morty reference. I, I, I was glad that you, you explained it, because I, I was about to be like, what Jeffrey is speaking about is Rick and or Morty, mm. also known as Rick and Morty. <laughs> so I keep asking Will a question and then not and letting him answer. stepping on me. Yeah, anyway, no. <laughs> so you'd heard good things about yeah, this one. Yeah, I did. And uh, I, you know, there's some friends who were like, I had this wrong with it or whatever, but like nothing was really spoiled for me. Uh, there was one thing I thought was spoiled, which was, like, the end. I thought, like, I saw an Instagram post where it was like, oh, the Iron Spider in the movie versus, like, what the suit looks like. And I was like, he ends up with that fucking costume? Because I hate Civil War. So I hated when he What's so with... civil about war anyway? Exactly. Yeah. What is it you. good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. nothing. Say it again, y'all. And so I was like, ah, oh, shit, he's going to end up like the Tony Stank and all that stuff. And <laughs> Tony <laughs> Stank? Be able to... Come out publicly as Spider-Man. I was like, I don't want to do all that. So I was happy when he was like, 
no, I'm just going to go ahead and do my own thing and be Spider-Man back in back in New York. But I, it felt like the way when we were talking about after the movie, I was like watching it. I was oh, I always loved Spider-Man as a kid, but I got reinvested in Spider-Man hardcore in seventh and eighth grade, like around the time that the first movie was going to come out. Right, and that's an Ultimate Spider-Man had just started, and not that and this the was Ultimate based series, off Ultimate Spider-Man. The Ultimate series is sort of like a reset. Yeah, right? that's the, all the Ultimate Marvel a, series because yes. I read Ultimate X-Men a little bit. Right, and it's just sort of like okay, yeah, we know you know a lot of stuff. Well, this is a different here's universe, a and here's 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 what's different. Yeah, you know. I remember just reading that from the beginning and being like, this is great. I'm studying a studying Spider-Man story like from the beginning. And I was reading Amazing too. But so watching the movie, I felt like I was like the little middle school kid, like reading yeah. Spider-Man comics. So it's fun. Very entertaining. I don't really have any problems with it. Like, I guess the MJ thing is kind of like, ah. But I, I, I mean, I guess if, point, you, if you want that character to be like a, a moody goth kind of like yeah. smart ass bitch. Right. Then that's what you sure. got. They've that, changed things in movies and done so many different things over the years that I'm just like I don't care anymore. What if they had just gotten Kirsten Dunst <laughs> as that character? She's like even though she's like, she's 35. Yeah, she's like his teacher. Well, kind of... there you go. I mean, that, that actually that... fits in today's. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that I feel like that's a, more of a problem today <laughs> than it used to be, and I blame like smartphones. Yeah. Because kids are, what, uh, like the teachers and students banging. Like, I feel like it's really bad. Like, a lot of women teachers banging, yes. like, younger male students. No, look, like, we've talked fuck? a lot about this on the Blackcast in the four and a half years that we've been doing it. Um, you're saying it's really bad, or it's just proliferating? It well, I mean, it's weird and gross, but uh, I'm, I've just always been one of those, like, hey, age-appropriate guys. Like, no, but I'm talking about when, when you're a high school kid and your teacher look, wants to bang when you. I was in high school, did I want to bang my math teacher that looked like Charlize Theron? Yeah. Did I use that for masturbation fantasies? All the time. <laughs> but if did, I had actually had sex with her, that would have left psychological scars when, like, a full-grown adult woman deflowered me and then, true. like, laid Later on in life, like, even if it doesn't, like, fuck you up where you need, like, medication or, like, severe therapy, it can just mess with you in the sense of, like, maybe now I only like, like, long, <laughs> saggy stretch mark titties. <laughs> like, mm. But not that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, there's a reason why we, like, at the general consensus of communities, like, that's not cool. Don't do that. Right. Yeah. Well, now that I have a kid, it's it's probably a different yeah. point of view. But in uh, season one of Dawson Creek and, uh, you know, Pacey's banging his teacher. You're like, good for that kid. Mm -hmm. You know, because that, that teacher was hot. Now, follow-up question, Jeff. You were talking about you were attracted to your female teacher. But what you didn't talk about is a follow-up question that I have for you. Did you bang your shop teacher who looked like Gabe Kaplan from Welcome Back, Cotter? I guess you could say I banged them, but it's more like they bang me. But I guess I'm a power bottom, so I don't know. Spider-Man was good, by the way. Do, do I regret asking that question? Well, do I regret asking him that? Yeah. Maybe. Um, was I supposed to say no spoilers for Spider-Man? Was that so long ago? You guys already talked about it. Yeah, I yeah. know, but that one we said spoilers, spoilers, I spoilers. Oh, I, it, look, if somebody spoiled it for me, I would have been like, look, that's on me. It's been like yeah. two months. Right. So I so, was genuinely surprised when I found out that Michael Keaton was her father. Wait, And I, looked, I leaned father? over and I was like, wait, he's white. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I then like, I saw the mom and I was like, oh, okay, it's like a biracial thing. Okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah, right. well, welcome to the 21st century, okay? Yeah. It happened. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Different races can marry. Look, I'm just, white I'm just, guilt. I'm just starting to figure out how to be inclusive of all people. Yeah. You know that. I, look, it's not Especially easy Especially women. You. It's yeah. hard for me to appreciate women. 
It was just very difficult. Yeah, that, you said hard, so I mean that I can do. Mm. Um, yeah, and that was one of those things that Jeff and I talked about. Is that very surprised to find out that Liz, yeah, the object of Peter's affection, actually was the daughter of Tombs. The AKA the vulture. Yeah. And I th- did not expect that. Yeah. And it was a great reveal and it hadn't been ruined for me. Now watching it with you for the third time, as I told you, there's a couple of little things that you're like, oh man, he'd be so mad if he knew we were here because mm-hmm. his thugs are at his daughter's high school. Right. But watching that, the even the second time, yeah. I didn't pick up on it. It's, so um, they don't telegraph it in any way. And no. they do a good job. It's just like, oh yeah, like he's just reacting to seeing this incident in Washington, D.C. on TV. Yes, his daughter's there, and he's glad that he's relieved for it. But you think he's just like, oh man, I hate that Spider-Man. Spider guy. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, good old Spider-Man. <laughs> I thought they did a good job at turning a, a, a fucking lame villain into a pretty decently cool villain. Right? The Vulture is not cool. There's never been a moment where I've read a Spider-Man comic with the Vulture and I was like, what the f- Doesn't cool? he like just suck youth out of children yeah, or something? Isn't some that point. like... I think that might be retcon. In Amazing oh. Spider-Man number two oh. in 1962, I don't believe he was doing that. Oh, but I, you know what? Someone will tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> he just like fellates children and gets younger. <laughs> now, I'm how, sorry. I'm ruining this how, episode. How did, I need to go home. How did that become <laughs> the theme? I'm going to fuck my teacher and kill kids. <laughs> <laughs> What else? What else is there that's in the life? Name, that's the title of this episode, by the way. Which, go ahead, say the title of the episode. You already said it. I want you to say it again. I'm not going to edit it out this time. Uh, I'm leaving it in when you fuck say Fuck my it. teacher and kill kids. <laughs> so that's like the best idea. How do I change title? that? Fuck, Mary kill. Which one, Jeff? Your teacher, kids, <laughs> or meatball? Oh, or meatball. oh, now it just got real because I brought a dog in Well, me. I'm going to fuck the teacher, kill the kids, and marry meatball. Yeah. That's not even that hard. Of course. That, oh, that, it's hard, but it's just not difficult of a decision. Thank hey. you. Uh, yeah, I think that it was a, it was a well-made movie, yes. first and foremost. And I said this uh, in the original episode, but just to sort of reiterate it while we're talking with you about it. And it happened to be a well-made superhero movie. But mm-hmm. I thought just like, oh, this movie is good. Um, I know that you're not a big Tony Stank fan, but did I you I didn't feel, mind him. Yeah, no, I it think was, it was fine. the amount That's that he's in That's the level of Tony Stark that... Should be in every movie, yeah. which is like wait every movie ever. No, like, like every Star Marvel Wars, movie Rogue One, yeah. Tony Stark should have been like, uh, it's all right. You know what? We're you gonna go ahead and He just randomly replaces K two S O in scenes. <laughs> I kind of uh, I didn't really like Rogue One, so I wouldn't have minded that so much. That would have been a nice surprise. All right, well, yeah. you know, maybe episode eight, maybe Tony Stank will be in there. We don't know yet, uh, and we keep talking about Tony Stank. You seemed to not get too annoyed by the Stanley cameo. No, that was fine. Maybe I've reached this point where I went through my angry phase, and now I'm at I'm finally at acceptance mm. that, because that honest- most of these movies are like mediocre at best. But when they're like moderately a little bit better than mediocre, I'm like, oh, this is a pleasant surprise. So yeah. I really liked it. Like I thought Guardians of the Galaxy two was like hardcore mediocre, like not yeah. really very good. So. I was like, oh, well, that sucks. So then this movie, I was like, I don't know, it's fucking Marvel. It looks the same. Color schemes the same. It's all the same. It's fucking Tony Stark. And I saw it, and I was like, it's, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Good old I just, Spider-Man. I mean, I always loved Spider-Man since I was a kid. So there, there's a level of, like, happiness that comes along with just, like, seeing Spider-Man. Which yeah. is why number, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and, like, Spider-Man 3 are so painful, because you're like, ugh, they're so bad. And yet, but Spider-Man's in it, and I want to like it, but... But they're just not good. Yeah. I mean, this, I felt, was like the first great Spider-Man movie since 
Spider-Man number two. I agree. At the second I mean, uh, Tobey Maguire. so many other options. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, you have like to specify. Yeah, and we'll have our third Spider-Man 2 within a couple years. Yes. So it'll be, you have to you know really specify. Right. Which Spider-Man 2, 3. <laughs> this will be Spider-Man 2, and I, 3. For me, I was like, and we were talking about this in the car ride back home, I was like, they got to hurry up and make that movie before his voice gets deeper and, yeah. and like he's like less of a cute high school kid. He's already, I think, 20. Yeah. And he's perfect to be playing, I guess, 15. He says 15. Yeah. 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 Because he says to Tony Stank, you know, Tony Stank's like 14. He's like, yeah, I'm 15. He's yeah. like, zip it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's mad Tony. I liked, which was one of my favorite things in the comics, when he pulls his mask up and eats food. So I was glad that they had <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, yeah. And that sort of like iconic scene where he lifts a really heavy shit off of him. They From, they oh, yeah. We they could have framed that. it better and made it a little bit more visually like similar. Yeah, but it was like the same moment from so cool Amazing Spider-Man number fifty. Yes, uh, he yes is buried under a bunch of rubble, yeah. and he has to realize, I'm not Spider. It's not the suit, pal. Kid, yeah. I'm not Spider Girl. Yeah. I'm Spider Man. I'm gonna man up That's and lift right. all these rocks. I also hope that like in the sequel, like his suit's a little bit less high tech. I think maybe like spending some time. Without a high tech <laughs> suit, it's not going to happen. Oh. Well, they already the need Infinity the, like, War in. poster has him wearing the Iron Spider suit. Uh, well, you when know he's what? he's called to for, duty, he okay, has to wear For that more. mission, he probably needs the Iron Spider. Uh, because, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll but when, he, when he's just swinging around queens and eating churros and yeah. giving directions, yeah. he should have the Spider-Man suit on. Yeah. I think they went with the, the tech suit because that's what kids want now. Slash, that's the Spider-Man that we have in, in most of like the more modern... like animated depictions that I've seen of him. Oh. Does like, he have like a Karen he that he talks stuff, to uh, usually? Because this is the first Not time really, no. I've ever seen it. And what did you think of Karen? Did that bother you that he had somebody to keep him company? It's lonely being Spider-Man. Not really. I just don't need it in another movie. You know what I mean? Like now but that I mean, we have this, I'd be like, he has that suit. So I mean, obviously Karen's going to be with him. He could disable Karen. Uh, and we've talked about this uh, on the Blackest Board. Did you know who the voice of Karen was? Uh, no. Jennifer Connelly from uh, oh. the film Career Opportunities and The Rocketeer okay. and a bunch of others. But those are the ones where she has a huge Under rack on the, the poster. Blood red nice. sun. I didn't even know that one. So on the whole, uh, you're uh, very happy. I know one thing that you liked, and Jeff and I uh, had the same moment. And I've seen the movie three times in the theater, and each time, obviously, our screening was <laughs> modest at best. Yeah, you had a huge audience. I had yeah. There was two people in the audience yeah. besides us. Yeah, there were a total of four. One of them was a kid. Yeah. But the laugh when Ned gets caught being the guy in the chair at yep. the high school, yep. and the teacher's like, what are you doing? He's like, looking at porn yeah. every time. Great. That, that, yeah. It's a solid uh, joke. What did you think of Ned? He's. I thought it was it's cool. Good comedic. Yeah, yeah, because that's you gotta usually, have your bro. Look, you gotta have a guy in the chair. I Spidey, understand that. Spidey dynamic. has never really had a guy in the chair. Correct. So I like that he had a guy in the chair. Right. You know, I don't know, Jeff. Does Miles Morales have a guy in the chair? And is that guy Ned? I don't even know. He has. Well, the Asian friend Cho is from yeah. Miles Morales, from like the one that I read. Um, and the whole like him, like he he kind of liked Marvel Girl in the one that I saw, but it was a Marvel girl girl that like shrinks and kind of has like almost like. Uh, Do you mean Ms. Marvel? Or? Ma yeah, maybe yeah, it's because Ms. Marvel, Marvel Girl is Jean Grey. And yeah, that's why. Uh, Sorry, yeah. there's so many like Madam Marvel, Marvel Lady, Marvel Mayhem. Yeah, the, yeah. the name Marvel's so Marvelous. great. Even even DC has a Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah of course. First, that, I was gonna say that was before there was yeah. a Marvel comics. And is that Shazam or is that not the same that's character? Shazam. Okay, I just yeah. wanted to know. Uh, and they've uh, sort of been strong-armed into changing their name. Yeah, because you don't want to be like, like Mary Marvel. DC like Comics lady. presents. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, no, we're going to go ahead and change mm -hmm. that. It's like, yeah. you, you got us on that one. Right. Yeah. 
So, yeah, and I don't know, it was fun. And, Jeff, when we talked about the movie, I didn't realize, but the Donald Glover character mm-hmm. apparently is Miles Morales' uncle. Oh. So I did, yeah, and he mentions I have a nephew in that neighborhood. So I've since That's read people are awesome. like, oh shit, and They're setting up a movie like ten yeah. years but, from now. The, yeah, I need some more Peter Parker in my movies. Pl- Look, but you then, had no, six. But I, I no, want I'd how many? Be, I want this yeah, one six. again. Yeah, this is the sixth one. Of See, the cool part about a Miles Morales is at least in one uh, cartoon depiction of Spider-Man, they had Miles Morales only exist when Peter Parker gets killed. Yeah. So like this kid is like, well, fuck. There needs to be a Spider-Man, and I, I have agree. these fucking powers. I guess I have to step up. It's not like a. Here, let me pass on the mantle. Now you're Spider-Man. Yeah. It's like, well, that's, shit, this world needs some kind of hero. And, and, I gotta do something. And Marvel did do that once with a terrible story about Ben Riley, the clone that everybody thought was dead but was actually the real Spider-Man. And it's just, the, you know, yeah. the, the worst I actually kind of like Ben Riley. I like the suit. I like I, that, like, I cut, just, cut off hoodie. The concept of <laughs> Ben Riley drives me crazy. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I never gave Ben Riley a chance. You gotta give Ben Riley a chance. I can't. because Well, I mean, I could now. But yeah. at that time, I couldn't because I... I already wasn't reading comics, and then you hear stuff like that's going on, and like, oh, wait, Mephisto made Spider-Man forget his entire uh, marriage to Mary Jane, yep. and so that Aunt May doesn't, no, I don't, I don't want any of that. Brand I don't, new day. I, I don't I want, want any that of that stuff. Story. You know what, I just want to, uh, you know, I just want basically pre-Todd McFarlane, Amazing Spider-Man, Maybe the first few Tom, it's probably about Amazing Spider-Man three ten, okay. and then I'm and then I'm done. I you don't know, want anything after that. I was uh, I was at Long Beach Comic Con over the weekend. Yes, over some weekend. Um, yeah, <laughs> over a weekend. Over that one weekend yeah. that I went. There are so many Spider-Man suit designs, like I fucking can't even keep track. And I was asking people, I was like, why are there so many different Spider-Mans? They're like, oh, there's like a Spider-Man multiverse thing where like all these different Spider-Mans yeah. from all these different universes like crossed over. And I was like, Marvel just wrote that so cosplayers could like have ten thousand different costume outfits. Well, so also like so they could Spider-Man shell, so they like could a, shell action figures. That's so true. there's two reasons. Because yes. don't forget that they're Disney, so they mm-hmm. know. That. Right. But I think yeah, so selling, many Spider-Man designs. I was like, costumes. I don't even know if I saw a regular Spider-Man. I saw like a bunch of weird Spider-Man. Um, I I think that. The original black Spider-Man costume, like, like the the symbiote suit. Yeah, but I mean, then also when it's not the symbiote anymore, it's the same design. Yeah. So that black suit is probably the coolest. I like that. One. But I love the OG Spidey. Yeah. Like I don't need anything else. Right. And the movie versions have looked slightly different. Yeah. This one I think was a little bit closer, and his eyes moved in the right way. Which when we saw that in Civil War, everybody was like, "Yep, they're the eyes. Right. The Steve Ditko eyes. That's yep. what we wanted." And, uh, Jeff, you were excited about something when we were talking about the multiverse of many Spider-Mans in different suits. Do you forget now what oh, you were Oh, so it wasn't, about? Uh, like, excitement. It was just there's a, a show on Netflix that popped up randomly, and I was hanging out with Natasha the other day, just whatever weeks ago it was, and uh, <laughs> it was it's literally called, like, Lego Elves of Elvendale, and it's, like, this fucking show that looks... It was animated by the same people who did, like, the new Voltron or maybe oh, yeah. the, the, like, that, that kind of style of animation... But apparently it's a Lego property, has nothing to do with Legos. It's literally just kind of like Legos jammed into an animated, like, drawn show. Like, in the intro, they're using elemental powers, and then it's like, water! And then the water has some Legos in it. And literally, like, they're like, oh, we've transported to this elven universe! And it's like, some of the foliage is Legos, and then not ever again Legos. Just capitalizing on that Lego name. It's clearly, like, a... Well, what clearly happened is, like, Somebody made a show, animated the show, shopped it around, yeah. and then Lego bought it and was like, we could make toys out of that. Yeah. And so they just were like, Lego, we just need to animate a couple little Legos into that, and we get 
Lego. Now Lego. more than ever, branding is so important. You know, it's just what you need to get your thing made. Yeah. And you're like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and slap Lego on it, and then we'll make your show. And you're like, okay. Well, like Great, we saw the trailer that. for the Lego Ninjago. Ninjago, yes. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't look good at all. No, but it, I don't know that it's supposed to look good for us, is it? I guess it? not. No, it's kids and yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, here's the thing about Lego being such a powerful brand. You know, Felix knows a lot of words now, but I'd say a few months ago, you know, maybe he had a couple hundred words. One of those words was Lego. Really? He knew what it you was. You let him play with those tiny little bricks? No, they're the big size. The Duplos. Yeah. Well, that's maybe some off-brand Duplos. Oh, okay. There's, there's some knockoffs and, and things like that. But yeah, so he knows... Those Legos when yeah. he sees them, but not the not the little ones. He's not making the Death Star with Ned. Shit, he's not, not yet. No, but that Death Star will be in my house at some point. Mm -hmm. You should and buy it now to sit on it. It's probably a good idea. Yeah, right? otherwise you're not. I mean, be able if to you need it. any help with that, <laughs> like, okay. So Uncle EO is going to help you with the Death Star, but he's going to make the whole thing again like last time. And be like, that's all right. It just it gets him out of the house. <laughs> it's okay. So, I would literally do that. Like I don't think I was obsessed with Legos as a kid to the point where, you know those like big like 10 gallon storage bucket kind yes. of things? I had three or four of those <laughs> literally full to so the brim you and I would dump them out <laughs> in our playroom and so cover the entire floor in this massive Lego swath and build all these fucking creations. No one obviously but me could walk in there because right. they would destroy their feet. It's lava! And I would <laughs> search for one specific piece in what literally could have been a million pieces and I'd be like no, I need this one two by four red brick <laughs> at this exact angle and I would not stop searching and until I found it. Wow. I love that you had 40 gallons of Legos. I, I was obsessed. 40 I loved gallons Legos. 40 of gallons Legos. of Legos. So the moral of the first part of our story here in this episode is that everyone can agree that uh, Amazing Spider-Man is not the name of the movie. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming, <laughs> yes. which I still can't sing, uh, was, was fun because it's the Spider-Man we wanted. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not a dark, brooding Spider-Man, which I, I think that there were a little bit of elements that you can easily go to with Spider-Man because yeah. it's a very dark story. Hey, if you weren't such a dick, your uncle wouldn't have died. Yeah. You know, that's that's on him. So We didn't even deal with that at all, which was which nice. Was no flashbacks, no discussion. So such even, a refresher. I don't even think they said the words Uncle Ben. No, because the only allusion to it was, you know, she's been through a lot lately. Yeah. You know, with everything that's gone on is actually what he said about right. Aunt May. And, you know, Ned's like, oh, yeah. So it's like, we get it. You're watching a Spider-Man movie, you know. And you know what? If you don't know, it doesn't matter. Also, Aunt May, the right age. I, look, I love a classic gray-haired, like withered old I Aunt do, May. I do like withered Aunt May. I really like like Rosemary Harris. I think her name was in the. She yeah, was perfect. She's my favorite Aunt May. But every time I read the comics, even when I was a kid, I was like, she's too old. <laughs> she's way too old. <laughs> Who's she's, fucking sister is this? She's like his great great aunt. I yes. think that I think it's his his one of his parents' aunts. Oh, so he's she's okay. great Aunt May. He's like his grandma. And which by means, the way, every time that Tobey Maguire said Aunt May, I'm like, no, he lives in Queens. Aunt May. It's Aunt May. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm just I'm wondering. For the Ant Man Aunt May team up go. Again, I'm in on that. I'm sure it just doesn't matter, but it's like, why didn't you go to your grandparents? Why did you go to your they're, parents? They're also dead. That's just maybe a they were lot also, of dead. Look, Peter Parker's got killed. Maybe they were also secret government spies in movies that never got made, so oh, we won't God. know. They did that oh in the comics, God. too, and it was yeah. just it never worked. The, no, no. Anyway, we can talk more about Spider-Man for years, and you know we will because of how much I like Spider-Man. Yeah, that'd be I have a, I have an idea for a special Spider-Man comic book-themed episode, but okay. uh, we'll talk about that in the future. Hmm. I'm teasing it forward, but yeah. here's a hint. It'll be Black Cast number 252. 
Now, Spider-Man fans, basically Jeff Winstead, will be like, yep, I know what that means. And Rob Lorich will probably know. A few people will know what that is. I could Google it right now. Basically old people. You can Google it, but don't say anything. I'm not going to. Um, What we're going to move on to, though, is uh, something that I think we're not in universal agreement like we were about Spider-Man. Yeah. Which was Marvel's The Defenders miniseries. Right. Which was an eight-episode series. And I didn't realize it was only eight episodes until the sixth episode. And I was like... No, oh. but I, I want seven more. Yeah. I, I want 13 episodes. Right. And it was only eight. So then I was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to finish it this day, whatever right. day that was. And that's not even that's trying to be vague about the time. was like I was going to dole it out a couple of day, And I'm like, oh, there's only, all right, I'll, I'll just finish it. Yeah. And I would say on the whole, I had a lot of fun with it because as I was texting with our friend Agent Starling here, I just love crossovers to the extent that if Flintstones and the Jetsons was on right now, I'd probably watch a little bit of it because sure. I just love the idea. Right. I love crossovers. You know, even like a Magnum P.I. murder she wrote when I was a kid, my mom would be like, oh, this is, I'm like, well, they shouldn't be hanging out. I want to see, who doesn't want to see Tom Selleck and Angela Lansbury? You know what I learned at Long Beach Comic Con is a difficult to find book? What's that? Batman and Elmer Fudd. I didn't even know that was a book. DC had released just like a couple months ago like random crossovers, like one-off issues of like uh, Looney Tunes characters or like Hanna-Barbera characters and superheroes. So I I got Green Lantern and Space Ghost because why wouldn't I? Uh, Yeah, exactly why wouldn't you? Uh, (laughs) You should let let Jeff borrow it first. It's only one issue. It's great. Since I still have a stack of your comics. I guess the belt, and I was like, all these other ones sound dumb. I don't care. But I guess that Batman Elmer Fudd one is hard to find. It probably should be hard to find, right? (laughs) No, it's like sold out everywhere. So I'm hunting rabbits. There's something to be seen for... To that point, I do love crossovers. Crossovers are great. And, you know, I think that Marvel got carried away, especially with their uh, mutant titles, and they would have a crossover every year, and that made it less special. Too many tie-ins to... The original Marvel superhero Secret Wars in 1985 is like, oh my god, everybody. This is right when I first started reading comics. I'm like, wait, I can just buy this one, and everybody's in it. Yeah. Almost everybody. Right. Sorry, Kitty Pride and Daredevil. They should have had their own adventures, but the they were Daredevil, Daredevil did not go to Secret Wars, and uh, Kitty Pryde got left behind. It was like of the equivalent of, oh, I, I missed the bus. Yeah. yeah, kind of like how she did in Days of Future Past. Kind of, yeah. kind of, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to replace you with Wolverine. Oh, but yeah, anyway. you're the main character. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, but I, anyway, so I love that, and I was glad that, you know, we always knew that we were going to get these Marvel series converging like from the time they announced it from the time they announced i think just daredevil season one you knew like yeah so here's what's going to happen and then there'll be a defenders and you know there are other series that have been announced for later like moon knight and some others really yeah there is going to be a moon there is going to be a moon knight yeah of course there's going to be a moon knight i was just fucking around when i said i know but there is going to be a moon knight what Uh, yeah that's awesome you better have the fucking costume just like your wu-tang clan t-shirt that's right yeah i've i've got him in check. Sorry, I was looking through text to find when we were talking about. Sorry, this is this is funny though. Uh, when we were talking about the defenders, but uh, so on August twenty eighth, I said to Will, "How do you feel about that move to the valley?" And in all caps, Will wrote, "Fuck this place." <laughs> <laughs> so I got so distracted. I'm like, so, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt the conversation. Six degrees. Yeah. Jeff knew he was there for a hot second to walk the yeah. door. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, you were there on the day that a mysterious fire ravaged Burbank? Yep. That I conveniently hmm. was not home for? Yeah. This is, this, is, this is... Oh, and Will also sent me the handwritten lyrics to Coming to America. By Neil Diamond, your By favorite Neil Diamond. Yeah, Now, if somebody had a handwritten script for the film Coming to America, I'd be on board. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, th- you know, that was kind of my thing, and I 
posted, I think, on Twitter that one of the things I was most excited about this whole summer was just scenes with Danny Rand and Luke Cage. And even when they're just sitting and talking, this is before they're like doing anything superhero-y, I'm just like, oh, just because I like them together so much. Yeah. Because that was how I knew those characters was as Power Man and Iron mm -hmm. Fist. So anytime that they're not together, I'm like, yeah, but, you know, it, it would be like if there was an animated series about a cat named Tom. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, he's getting into some antics, but you know what he needs? A mouse okay. to kind of just get into some shit with. Right. And I, I'm going to say that, you know, Luke Cage is better than a Tom animated series would be, but it's just, it's just, miss it's just like, I don't want a peanut butter sandwich. I want peanut butter and vanilla. No, peanut butter and jelly. Fluff. I was, I was, well, not fluff. Peanut butter and fluff. And yeah. Butter. And you know oh, what? Yeah. Danny Rand is mostly fluff. Yeah. You know, I, I would say that that's fair. Uh, white fluff. <laughs> yes. That, that, puff, that's his alternate fluff. superhero name is white fluff. White fluff. I'm the ultimate white fluff. So uh, anyway, so I was excited about it. And there we're, we'll talk about it in, in more specifics. And there are things that I think were lacking. But I was just very excited to see them all together. Yes. And I was also glad that in addition to the four main defenders... Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. We also got Colleen Wing, also known on the Blackcast as Colleen Schwing. Schwing. It's, it was your joke, so I wanted to give you the I chance know, to I've, tell it. So I've got some stuff going on in my head right now that I, I so I was a little distracted because you're thinking about Colleen Schwing. No, uh, I was creating a whole new superhero team in my head called the Offenders. Oh. So we've got. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear about this before we talk about the TV show. So we've got uh, instead of just like regular Iron Fist, he's just wearing a bunch of like culturally appropriated Asians. <laughs> stuff like a rice paddy hat and just like super just like not okay clearly should have been an asian person but yeah. he's like super white <laughs> and then uh power man is actually just like super frugal so he's always telling people to turn the lights off like save the power hey i paid for that <laughs> you might go on trees Jessica Jones is just like the girl from Night of the Living Dead just catatonic and useless at all times because she's a woman and therefore like completely she's got super strength and speed but she just goes like oh there's a mouse ah! and just faints constantly has to be saved and there ought to be basically a reverse daredevil who in, is basically warning you from being a daredevil and is like whoa, whoa, whoa hold on nope don't go up there you know it's a lot of like be safe he's like safe devil he's well safe he's still angel. called safe daredevil angel. but yeah. this time it's facetious because he's constantly <laughs> wearing like pads and just like baby proofs his house even though he doesn't have a baby <laughs> just like <laughs> those uh, corners are sharp so i would watch the offenders and uh, i don't know maybe some people would be happier with the offenders and so what i want to start with is jeff what were your favorite things about the Defenders TV show. And we'll, obviously, we're not going to whitewash, we're not going to Danny Randwash <laughs> what you didn't like, but I want to focus on what we liked first. I liked some of the chemistry between the main players. I felt like Iron Fist and Power Man, maybe it is like Christian said, I'm just drawn to them being together because I'm like, yeah, team up! Right. Yeah. But like, I thought there was a little bit, uh, 
there I felt like there was something in their interactions, like the them fighting a little bit. Like it wasn't the best choreography or visuals, but I was excited for like the interaction. It mm-hmm. was like not that either of you guys watch Game of Thrones or give two shits, but for anybody that does watch it, when the two big characters, Danny and Jon Snow, like finally met, there was a lot of power in that. There was like a very small microcosm of that when the Power Man and Iron Fist met. You're okay. like, oh, cool. Now, I I watched 13 hours of each of you already. So right. like, finally, I get to see you together. Like, yeah. let's see what you can do. Like, Danny just... and Jon Snow are Luke Cage and Iron Fist going to bang. Yeah, they are. Pretty much. Good. Well, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> I mean, he has an put iron, iron fist, fist to work. I mean, yeah. Jamie Lannister is the one with the iron fists and. Uh, so you liked that interaction. Yeah, I thought that was good. I liked what happened with the hand. It's basically like my assessment of this show was I enjoyed it when I watched it. I I was drawn to like finish it out. I didn't feel like it was quite as compelling as my favorite seasons in what like the overarching series of this. Like some of the seasons of Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Um, and definitely like spots of Luke Cage. Like there was just I loved Luke Cage, but there's just little bits where I was just, like, overtaken by the, like, why do I feel like I'm in, like, a 70s caricature? I like, They just went full exploitation. It was great. Yeah, it was fun. You do, yeah, you turn into the curve it, for sure. Yeah. It, it's fun, and I understand that that's, like, you know, part of the, the comic book, so they're trying to bring that out, and, yeah. and I appreciate it. But I'm just, like, that just detracted for me for a little bit. And then, like, the kinds of things that I'm a stickler about, like shitty makeup. Basically, like, if you get your head slammed into the ground and it looks like you just have a little ketchup on your forehead, I'm like, oh, that was bad. Like, you just took me out of this whole amazing you, situation by being like, what? You couldn't just put on, like, fucking prosthetic? Like, you notice a lot of that in The Defenders? I noticed that that was something specifically in Luke Cage that pissed me oh, off. I felt okay. like the makeup in that, I remember, was specifically like not as, as well done as I would have thought. Did you not liked. feel that in The Defenders? You felt it like wasn't that. as much of an issue. It, it feels like, to an extent, like they're getting better at making these series, but it felt like uh, The Defenders almost felt like they kind of jammed everybody together and assembled the five fingers of the of the hand all at once. When it felt like... We had how many seasons leading up to this? Why mm. Why did we meet two members of the hand, barely, like, know their connection, and now we're just getting, like, you're just throwing three more at us all of a right. sudden and just to, you know, kill them off? Like, mm-hmm. I, it, it just felt like if you're going to make these the big baddies, if you're going to make this, like, and, and I realize what it's really getting to is, like, Electra, it's like the black sky and all that kind of stuff. I, I realized that it needed to lead to that. But it was just like, I liked this Alexandra character. I was fascinated by this concept of like, oh, all these people are like super, super old, not just Madame Gao. Because she was the only one that, like, Bakudo seemed like he just was a ninja. He didn't seem like he was 800 years old. Madame yeah, Gao is the only that, one yeah. who came across as like, no, I'm 800 years old. I got fucking yeah, <laughs> riding she, powers. She's, yeah. got, <laughs> she's got Yoda shit going yeah. on. Yeah. And Bakudo, you're just like, oh, you're you're like a minor bounty hunter from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a not, cheap Oscar Isaac. Thanks for being in this show. He was indeed a, I couldn't remember his superhero, his, uh, his Star Wars character. Poe Dameron. That's oh, it. See, yeah. I know. I should have just been like, I should have pointed to you because I know you always know. You always know. He's Poe, P O apostrophe Dameron. Yeah. Glad we stopped down for that. Uh, so, in general, so any other things that stand out that you liked about the Defenders? Um, those were a lot of things you didn't like. No, it was. I'm sorry. I, I liked it because it was. Those were things that I liked. No, they, it just mixed, felt like yeah. it was like, oh, it was. They, they really felt like they had a lot of stuff that was like just almost there. And maybe it made me wonder if. 
they do better with 13 episodes to flush these stories out. I didn't maybe... I don't know if it, if it was an issue of like them trying to expand too much, but maybe if we had had more episodes, we could have explored each of these members of the hand and had like a whole episode just explaining who they were and where they came from before we cut their fucking head off. Because if somebody's existed in our world for 800 years, yeah. you should be able to tell a fucking fascinating story just in snippets leading up to their death in that episode. Yeah, and I think more episodes would have given us more time with our heroes. Uh, I think one of the things that made the most sense was the level that Jessica Jones is like, yeah, you guys have fun, but, you know, this isn't my thing. And, I mean, I'm glad it didn't last long because I feel like if it were a 13-episode season, she would have been gone off on her own for two episodes. This was, like, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, that's fine. All right, she understood that she needed to come back. I did, of course, like when they were all together. Mm -hmm. I thought that, you know, when they're fighting and helping each other and all of that, not when they're fighting each other. I actually didn't. I was just like, yeah, enough already. Come on, let's let's get to the team up part. Uh, not team down or whatever the fighting part is. So uh, I liked all that stuff. So, uh, Will, I know that uh, you had some dissatisfaction about it, but there had to be some things about it that you were excited to see as the show went along. Yeah, I'm always a fan of the crossover, too. So, And obviously we'd spent five seasons worth of shows like yeah. waiting for this thing. So I liked when they find, like, first off, funny enough, that's like my favorite part of the whole show, when they first like were fighting together in the building in the yeah. hallway. And he's like when wearing fu- her scarf. Is yes, I did mask. like that. Yeah. Because the idea that he's wearing that scarf is just like... Like, you know, am I going to get that back? Right. Yeah. It was entertaining. It felt more like a Marvel movie than anything funny enough. I guess I don't have a lot of good things to say about it, so... Well, no, but you had... I didn't dislike it. You liked watching them fight together. Yeah. I mean, the action was cool, and it was just like... I just thought it was kind of lackluster. And after five seasons worth of buildup, like, that was a pretty poor payoff. I felt, and I was talking to Jeff about this, I felt like the last episode and a half say, uh, criticism I've had about Doctor Who in the past, you feel like all of a sudden they just ran out of money. Yeah. So they're they're hyping you up for, like, opening this gate, and then... There's fucking nothing down there. Well, it's just, they're, they're yeah, they're in, like, Dinosaur the bones or whatever? Just, I was yeah. like, oh, when dragon I, bones. Yeah, when they first showed the dragon, I was like, oh, fuck, they're gonna resurrect a dragon? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah! And they were like, no, yeah. no it's yeah. an ancient. It like, and I was like... Fuck you, Game of Thrones. We're going to yeah. get our dragon in episode eight. Dude. But then we didn't get it. And yeah, yeah it's like it's like the original X-Men having the big fight scene in the gift shop at the Statue of Liberty instead yeah. of like fighting, you know, on the side of the Statue of Liberty, which would have been amazing. No money. So it was just like, okay, so clearly that was a budget constraint. And that, that was kind of a bummer because you feel like even the exact same story up to that point, if... Danny opens that gate and some cool shit comes out. Which, yeah. by the way, nothing comes out. Nothing happens. Just there's, not, there's no one in there. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing in there. You so it's basically Geraldo Rivera opening up Al Capone's vault. Right. That's what that was. Yeah. So they all get together so they can fight Al Capone's vault. Yes. And there's nothing in there. Uh, I'm just thinking, like, you could have done a whole episode of the dragon alive. You open Please. the gate. Yes. It's there. And the dragon just fucks with all their minds like as Electra is trying to either kill the dragon or plunge her hands into its heart get her own kind of iron fisty powers which is what I would think her ultimate end game yeah. is it's like you're now like close to immortal if you get this like ultimate power maybe you can be truly immortal because right. none of the hand are really immortal they're right. just prolonged Right. so and you could have had the fucking dragon like you know mentally projecting shit on them we could have had flashbacks interactions all sorts of stuff that's led up to this you could have told a story Story in different forms and then led it to like the slow progression of her fucking stabbing him in the heart that could have had a more ultimate payoff it just felt like once again you're like oh you guys 
you you could have you could have really gone for it. It was what happened. It was rushed and I, it was just not well written. Like it, it wasn't it, scripted. Well. It felt like the ending was definitely like a like a premature defenestration or something. You know, I mean, it was just like, oh my god, it's so great, it's so great. Oh no, it's all over because we just couldn't do anything cooler than this. Yeah. Also, why why pretend like Daredevil's dead? You know he's not fucking dead. Right. Yeah. You know. I know. But I guess they want to set up. Did anybody this, cry? Was anybody like, oh no, Daredevil? The interesting thing about that season that three post, coming next. That fuck, come post credit scene with Matt Murdock. Yeah. In the uh, the hospital, or I guess the you know I don't know like a what do you call a nun hospital? A nunspital? A nunnery? No, because that that's also a, a Catholic a, church. Sure, but uh, you know the the a habit. No, that's that's the hat that they wear. Uh, Uh, It's also a hamburger place, which is delicious. But that imagery invokes a great Frank Miller Daredevil storyline that I don't think we're going to get next season. But what's it called? uh, Born Again. That's what they said it's going to be based on. Is it going to be based on that? That's what I read. That see, that's another one of those things where it's it's too early for that. Is that the one where Karen sells him out for a heroin fix from the Kingpin? Sure is. Yeah. Yeah, and that's Daredevil number two hundred and twenty-seven. Wow. So that means we had a lot of Daredevil stories we could have told. By the way, Daredevil had several years where that title was called Daredevil and Black Widow because they were like a team together. Oh. And think about those two together. Like, oh, that's a, that actually makes sense. That's something that we'll never see. But I, anyway. I also, I'm, I'm just, that actor that plays Iron Fist is just so yeah. terrible. Oh, I, I was saving it because I knew we were going to talk about it. Yeah. You have a real problem with Finn Jones, who is the Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever read any Iron Fist I'm comics? Danny Rand. I'm, I'm Danny Rand. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, like everybody, he's British, and that's he is over an garbage accent. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage aren't. This is true. I, I didn't mean American. everybody in this. I oh. just mean everybody in general. Yeah. Is, fucking all the superheroes yeah. are going to uh, Benedict Brits. Cumberbatch. Yeah. I am Doctor Strange. Yeah. Be British. <laughs> you look British. And that took you out of it a lot, just because he's in it. He just sucks. He so, sucks as a character, and the actor sucks. But that was what I was trying to ask you, is have you ever read any comics with Iron Fist? Yes. Okay, and you didn't like the character ever. Oh, I like Iron Fist. Okay. That's why I hate the character, Okay, he's not so, like the dude that That's I've why I seen. want you to make the distinction. You hate the TV character. Yes. But you like the comic I think character. Iron Fist is cool. I remember when the first Iron Fist I read as a kid, it was like one of those, you know how sometimes they would do like double issues, and one was like upside down on yeah. the back side? It had an Iron Fist on one side and like a Wolverine on the other side. Sweet. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy with his like yellow mask? And, a, and he was just like a kicking ass like with martial arts I was like great any chance that uh, Iron Fist tried to punch Wolverine's claws I'd like to see that I didn't that didn't happen that'll never happen in a TV series or a movie but I would sure like to see it so I always thought he was cool I mean I'm not I don't know the character that well I just want to know you have some familiarity and you're like yeah because he's potentially able he's able to be very cool and yeah, they should let I'm him do that. I'm inclined to like Iron Fist because I like the character. and He needs I, to wear some version of that fucking costume. Yes, I definitely agree with that. Um, he does not need to wear the yellow slippers. No. Uh, he can, he, he can, needs a mask. Yep. Because now he's Danny Rand, and if he gets found, if he wants to Everybody, be a superhero, he's got to yeah. conceal his identity. It, he's, Season he's, two, you better have a fucking he's, costume. He's like so many people in comic books and superhero lore. He's he's another variation on Bruce Wayne, Tony Stark, <laughs> yeah. all those guys. They know who you are. Tony Stark is different Queen. because t- yeah. Tony Stark just sort of like goes with it. Yeah, he and Oliver man. Queen have a lot more in common because Oliver Queen is like stranded on an island. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's and a, he was like yeah. And also, by the way, for a long time, the sort of conceit for was that Iron Man was Tony Stark's bodyguard. So yeah. for a long time in comics, you actually didn't know yeah. that he was Iron Man. But in the movies, it's like, I am Iron here Man. I am, I'm Iron Man. Yeah. What I've learned since we first talked about the first season of Iron Fist is that I guess Finn Jones was cast very late. 
Mm. And he did not get a lot of time to practice the martial arts, which is everybody's biggest complaint about that series. Yeah. Uh, I also felt like I, I would have liked it, but I mean, I thought Colleen Wing's martial arts effects were actually pretty good. And it's a little bit better in this, I think, in The Defenders, because yeah. he basically went from Iron Fist to The Defenders. He'd been doing it for a few months. And for Iron Fist Season 2, and yes, I'm sorry, well, there will be an Iron Fist Season 2. And I'm going to fucking watch it. I know. But he's going to spend, I think I read four months training before wow. Iron Fist Season Good 2. Good for him. He yeah. should spend more time with an acting coach. Okay. But if the acting doesn't... Training talk and deliver lines. Not, the it's acting, not even the accent. It's if the acting doesn't poor. get much better, but the Kung Fu's great, is that going to be okay with you? Not really. Oh, not really. Okay. Yeah. I just want to know. Jeff, you've been... Uh, I you've just... Been... Well, what I was going to say is I would like him to be a more Confucius, less confused. Uh, the Whoa! Iron F- yeah. That's oh. the title of the episode. Whoa. It's, it's like... just blew my mind. The Iron Fist I liked from the comics yeah. and like what little I've seen in other TV shows is like this wise, like, oh, I come from all this like ancient Chinese yeah. wisdom and all this stuff. And you're like, oh, this guy's really centered. Like, this guy really knows what's up. This, like... He would never punch the wall because he's angry. This Iron Fist looks like he's a little brat who comes across like, yeah. yeah, I think. How did you become the Iron Fist? <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you the beat skilled. You beat that awesome warrior. Yeah. I forget his friend's name. Davos. Yeah, Davos. And you're just like, you're so much. You're not as good as him. Why yeah. is he not the Iron Fist? Like, he should yeah. be mad. But I guess that they really play up the idea that he disappeared when he was like 15 or whatever it was, and he's yeah. still like a kid. Right. And I'm like, all right, I, I guess. But you just know when he's fighting Electra. I'm like, oh man bitch is going to get him to punch the wall yeah. because he's a punk. Yeah, as soon as that, I was like, don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't punch You're her. Gonna open the fucking don't, wall. Don't use the Iron Fist. Turns out there was nothing back there, so I no, guess it was all right. No, didn't matter. But it's like, no, don't. Just a bigger space just, to fight. Just use the Danny <laughs> Fist. Don't use the Iron Fist. Right. You know, if you have to just slap her. Um, one thing I did like, I didn't want to brush over, is that I thought that when it started, I was like, uh, this like zombie Electra is really lame mm-hmm. and I'm not enjoying her. But by the end of it, I'm like, oh, Take that, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. Mm. I was like, mm. uh, That was like the big, like a moment for me where I was like, this show's kind of fucking. But that was like end of episode six, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll finish this And tonight. I thought she was, and look, I'm sure she's not dead either. Sigourney Weaver? No, I no, no, I mean Electra. Oh, yeah. Electra. Yeah, yeah, no, Sigourney Weaver's too expensive. Once the head gets chopped off. Yeah. Isn't that the end? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If we were yeah. following Highlander rules, which we it should, tends to by be the way. most well, rules, it was in Iron Fist. They didn't know how to kill the dad, Harold Meacham, oh, yeah. until uh, Bakudo said, "If we cut your head off, you won't come back to life." Right. So that's right. And by the way, the best thing about the Defenders was that Colleen Wing was the only supporting character we had from Iron Fist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As much as I like Danny and I was okay with the show when people still talk about how much they hate the Iron Fist TV show, um, I, I was so glad we didn't we didn't have Joy. Actually, we didn't have Harold. It would have been cool if Joy had been in it. Well, she's to get, bad now, right? To get well, yeah. stabbed and die. Oh, so that well, I mean, if you want that, back. sure. Yeah. But uh, I thought uh, Ward, her brother, by the end of Iron Fist, I was like, well, at least they made him more interesting. He was the best actor in the show. Yeah, yep. but it took a little it, it took a little while for me because I just didn't, like his character was like one-dimensional when it's started and then yeah. I'm like oh he's actually really interesting he's very good yeah I thought he did a good job but 
it also wouldn't have made sense in here. Right. So uh, I was, well, they referenced him. He's like, oh, Ward's away. Yeah, he's, he's away. Something. He's yeah. on. He's, oh, he's on, on business. business. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's on business. All right, great. Uh, that'll be fun. I assume we'll get another season of Defenders at some point. You know, it'll probably be a few years. Like five years from now. Or yeah, whatever. but yeah. That, that's all right because we right. know we've got uh, Daredevil season three, where maybe he's dead. <laughs> no, we know he's not dead. And I'm I'm actually a little upset that they're doing the Born Again series so early. Well, maybe they won't do it exact. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I feel like they'll do some variation on it. But, but you have to think. The to like they want to get these really great stories in the show because these actors aren't going to be want to fucking doing this forever. No, I mean I you got after Defenders two. Yeah, like, I'd bail. Book of Shadows. By yeah, the way, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be I like, I've done five seasons of Daredevil say, and at, two seasons Defenders most, two. The Offenders. <laughs> <laughs> I think at most you're going to get five seasons of the standalone superhero shows. Wow. Uh, I, I think at most you'll get five Daredevil of you'll each five, one. Yeah, of each one. Okay. I don't think you're going to get more than that. You might even get less. Yeah. But. I think we could finish at three. I think Born Again could be his last one. I mean, unless they're going to then transition into Daredevil movies, I doubt that'll happen. What is more if likely to happen? Money. Yeah, they will have. You know, there'll be a new Daredevil. You know, mm. Foggy will be Fog Devil. <laughs> I was glad to see Foggy because yeah. I love Foggy. Yeah, Karen, I can take her leave, but I love Foggy, and I and we saw Foggy like in the first couple minutes. Right, and I was like, good. Yeah. There's Foggy, and they kind of like they briefly like super fast. We're like, hey, remember all the problems and the like shitty angst we had at the end of season two? Everyone was like, eh, we're, we're all kind of over this now. Yeah, yeah we're like, oh, good. So we don't have to deal with this in season yeah. three because that's we're, the worst thing in a show. You mean like when six they episodes. take Luke Cage away to jail and then Foggy's like, mm, you're yeah. out of jail. You're coming out of jail. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they took him away to jail in the end, I was like, so what, do they break him out in the beginning of Defenders? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I know. Pretty much. But, yeah. but they broke him out legally. Yes. Because he was there for all that time and he never nope, threw a punch. we're going to do it, but we're going to do it Legally. <laughs> Legally. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see what the repercussions are on the standalone series. I don't think Jessica Jones will be much different. You know, we're starting to hear some things about season two of that. Yeah, I have a question. Yes. Does she have any fucking powers? Like, yeah. she has super strength, kind she's of, but super like, super strength, strength and, flight. And well, they don't know she what can to jump. do with her. They she can don't, jump. That's a huge frustration, because I really like Kristen Ritter, and I really like that character, but in the first season, Fred didn't have a lot of money, so I get it. She has some super strength. Like, I know she has she super strength. She jumped once. I say that jokingly, but, like, in season two, I'm like, what can you do? Yeah. You, I need you guys to spend a little bit more money to clearly define the cool shit that she can do, besides be, like, a private eye, because... Everybody else, like Luke Cage, is always getting shot at, and Daredevil's a great like martial artist, and Iron Fist has a fucking power hand, and she's like, um, I I can like lift cars every once in a while a little bit, and like punch you really hard. I was like, give her a little bit more something. Here's the here's the VFX budget for but like specifically Jessica her. Jones. I'm like, why do you guys keep giving her the shaft? Oh. They should giving her the shaft. What happened? <laughs> what? Yeah, well, did you stop yourself? Yes. Is that? I was like, what happened? That that sounded like a glitch I, in the recording. I, I did not except intend. it happened in my ears. Yeah, like, I was for like, real. Oh, yeah. it's that's yeah. not an intentional sex yeah. joke. That's all right. There there are a lot of unintentional sex jokes. What were you gonna say, Jeff? I was just saying it's the VFX is like. Oh, here's her flying. First she's standing. Then we cut away, yeah. and somebody says, "Oh, she's <laughs> up in the air." It's like. It's like, uh, oh, wow. What, what they should do is like the, the old uh, uh, George Reeves Superman where, you know, the, he's just yeah. like laying down. And on you like just see him going, yeah. <laughs> just lays on Tr- a park bench. Yeah. <laughs> Trish is next to her. <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, I was remembering one of the conversations we had about the Defenders. A lot of our talk about it was on social media. It was yeah. on Facebook and Twitter. So that's why I couldn't find it. But I was glad that I had you complaining about the Valley. So that made for a good moment. Um, <laughs> Um, but 
you were sort of talking about like somebody who wants to watch the defenders what should they watch beforehand? And you like were like, don't fucking watch Iron Fist. And I'm like, I okay. honestly still don't really think you need it. It's like I'm a like, hand, Daredevil covers it enough. To be fair, like, here's a power guy. If you're going to watch it. one thing, watch Daredevil. But yeah. if you're going to watch two things, I'm going to say you have to watch Daredevil and Iron Fist because no. they make the most sense. I'm not talking about quality of show. It makes the, logically, mm -hmm. you know what you don't need to watch one frame of is Jessica Jones. She Her backstory yeah. doesn't fit into it. No. Luke Cage, a little bit, but again, he can just be a guy who shows up. Luke Cage fits into it in so far as like he lived in Harlem and while he was away this super powerful guy who should be able to run an entire city or continent all of a sudden comes to New York but only wants this one small like borough of it yeah. What the fuck was that? I, I don't know, but what I do like about Luke Cage is that there's a lot of characters in The Defenders and Luke Cage has banged three of them. I know. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Wow. All right, Luke Cage, that's our guy, you know. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Misty Knight character, by the way, because she has the bionic arm, you know, it's something that we've had in comic books. So I'll be interested to see where they use her. Will she work with Moon Knight? She should work with Moon Knight. Misty and Moon, coming at you. <laughs> that actually sounds like a, I was going to say a morning zoo team, but that's more like the, the overnight. Yeah. Misty and Moon with the long distance dedication. <laughs> This one goes out to Misty and Moon, <laughs> hanging out there with all you lovebergs on K106. Every time I listen to K-Jazz, it's like the jazz station. That I, there was like, John Coltrane. That's John Coltrane. This one goes out to Danny. Sorry everybody hates you, but stop complaining so much. Yeah. Anyway, we had some fun today. <laughs> we did. We talked about two of the three things I planned to talk about. <laughs> uh, what we'll talk about in a future broadcast is how Jeff and I saw The Inhumans yeah. Marvel's TV series on the big IMAX screen. But we did not have time this week, so that's something to look forward to in the future. But uh, in general, uh, I think we're telling people, if you haven't seen Spider-Man already, well, now even Will can be like, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Go see it. Hey, dummy, go see it. Yeah. Hey, 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 dummy. Hey, what are you doing? Why don't you go see Spider-Man? Why are you at home? <laughs> Why are you watching Andrew Garfield in Spider-Man 2? You know that movie's bad. <laughs> How's the lasagna? Yeah. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you watching Tova Grace's Venom? Nobody wants to see that. Oh, I do want to get up. Yeah. It makes you sad, doesn't it? I want a legit Spider-Man Venom movie. That was I actually one of the things you said to me. Was you just thought were like, oh, they should just do Venom in the next one. Just do it. Way. Just get it out of the way. Do it good. Yeah, well, Tom Hardy Venom standalone <laughs> movie is what we're going to get instead. Damn it. Uh, anyway, so uh, we'll talk about all sorts of things, including the Inhumans, uh, in our next episode. And uh, at some point, we got to start planning... Blackcast 250, because here we are. It's Blackcast 245. Wow. It's it's tick, tick, tick. And I, I I think I talked about this on the podcast. My wife was like, didn't you just do 200? I'm like, yeah, a year ago. So it's like we do it every wow. week. That's so true. 250, it's coming. That'll be the that'll be the video. It'll be like two fifty is coming and just like that. And that'll then it's it. just a bunch of like bukkake shots. <laughs> Maybe this summer. Look, we gotta develop what it is. Two fifty is coming. <laughs> All over you. But uh, until then, uh, for Jeff Duray at Jeff Duray, I, I mean he is Captain EO, but because your thing isn't Captain EO, I always have to be like, for Jeff Duray, parentheses, Captain EO. At Jeff Duray, 
not Captain EO. And Will Sterling, who in his secret identity is at Will Sterling underscore. Yeah, that underscore really throws people. Uh, They're like, you're the same guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Actually, you should legally change your last name where it's Sterling hyphen underscore. Unders- ooh, yeah. Hyphen underscore. Hyphen underscore. Yeah. And the word underscore. Yes. Uh, how's everything going on the motivation report? It's Good. motivationreport.com. Motivationreport.com. You can find and it on Stitcher, sound, uh, you, iTunes. You have a very special episode coming up in maybe October, November? November. 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 Yeah, uh, finally we, started working. Can we say spo- anything about it? It's supposed to come out in uh, in August. Can we say the time. style of story that it'll be? It will be a audio drama. Like, so a, like, like an old time radio play. Like listening to yes. a movie in your mind. Yes. And uh. once again, I'm still not involved in it. But I'm so glad you did it because I'm looking <laughs> Everybody to... keeps saying that to me and I'm like, No, I just I say it every time. Think, yeah. Yeah. No, it's just because I said I would I would Maybe there'll I be would, a part for you. I would do one. Foley. I would just like that's all you I need to come do. over and record sounds. Yes, I, I do. I, I do a killer Morty. <laughs> <laughs> you do a good Morty. There should be Morty and, and yeah, just force it into the script. Um, <laughs> given the style and the storyline, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Whoa! Yeah. All right, look at teasing it forward. Yep. All right. Well, when we have an actual drop date, a street date for that, we will let uh, Black Cast Nation. I will know. say this additionally: it will be it will coincide with the release of Justice League. Ooh. Look at that. Can only assume with that. Yeah, which which will which will be the second best superhero movie to come out that month. Thor Ragnarok looked pretty cool, right, Jeff? It really looks really good. I gotta admit, the new trailer. I was like, oh, I was like, kind of like looking forward to it. I'm like, well, now I'm like legit excited for it. To me, it's like you're gonna combine uh, Thor with with the Hulk, so you can have like some fun characters in this setting because it's like two characters that really. When you put them out in outer space and you don't have to worry about their destruction, they <laughs> yeah. can be really fun fucking characters. That's a good point. Yeah. And then it's Taika Waititi who directed it. That's who, the biggest reason I'm excited. That, for real, I love his filmmaking. Like I, I loved The Wilder People. I love um, What We Do in the Shadows. I loved uh, Flight of the Concords. Mm-hmm. I just think he's a brilliant uh, so ev- funny. whatever. Like, yeah. Everything he does, actor, writer, director. So his take on something like this, which... I don't know his background, but I can't imagine he's not a comic book fan. Right. I just think it's going to be phenomenal. I think it's going to be really fun, and, and his visuals Let pop right from the okay. trailer. It's going to be really, really phenomenal. phenomenal, okay? You've never seen anything like this. It's like a buddy cop movie in space. It's got Thor. It's got the Hulk. It's got everything. It's it's a Kiwi who's doing it. I guess I guess they're not shaped like a fruit. They're actually people. If you, but w- what do I know? Anyway, you should go see it. It's really great. Uh, I'm 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 gonna vote for the Thor yes. Hulk ticket anyway. Yeah. But I mean that helps, by the way. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and yes, I'm legitimately excited for Justice League too. I just like to say I'm more excited for Thor. Nobody knows Thor better than me. Okay. <laughs> what, wait, what's the name of that like? Queen of Death, that's like the main bad guy in that. You know, I'm not sure who they're Kate actually... Kate Blanchett, she's just playing herself. That's actually just Kate Blanchett. <laughs> it's Kate Blanchett, <laughs> yeah, the goddess of death. Face off against Kate yeah. Blanchett. Because yeah. like, I thought that they were going to have Marvel's Enchantress character, but that's not who that is. No. So I could look it up, but I would like to have it unfold organically in the story. So it's because they already had the Enchantress be awesome in Suicide Squad. Oh, it's like, she had some sweet yeah. dance moves. Wow. Nymphadora or some <laughs> shit. Um, anyway, uh, we, it, it feels like we've already finished the episode, and we moved on to the next one, but we haven't. Uh, so, uh, again, at WillStowing underscore MotivationReport.com. And me, 
I'm Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. And I believe starting at the end of September, that is a, a month that we're actually in. I believe September 25th, I'm going to be one of the co-hosts on AfterBuzz TV's Marvel TV News, where we'll talk about Marvel's TV shows, wow. the good ones and the other ones. And uh, I like all of them. Let's say that. That's that's going to be the company line there. And uh, I'm excited to get the chance to talk about that. I believe that'll be Mondays at 7, but maybe it won't. But that's around when it'll be. So I'm excited to get the chance to talk about Marvel TV every week. Uh, they already have a show where they talk about the movies, but those don't come out that often, do they? They seem like they come out every fucking month. <laughs> well, to you, they seem like. <laughs> uh, uh, content. I hate watching enjoyable things. Well, speaking well some of them are not enjoyable, Jeffrey. That's true. Talking about enjoyable versus unenjoyable, we will talk about the Inhumans and so much more next time. Wait for it. On the Blackcast. Who needs to pee? I need to check a voicemail. I actually okay. don't have to pee. I'm good. You drank all that coffee. I know, right? <laughs>